Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Thursday of the third week of Advent. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Raise a glad cry, you barren one who did not bear. Break forth into jubilant song, you who were not in labor. For more numerous are the children of the deserted wife than the children of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Enlarge the space for your tent. Spread out your tent cloths unsparingly. Lengthen your ropes and make firm your stakes. For you shall spread abroad to the right and to the left. Your descendants shall dispossess the nations and shall people the desolate cities. Fear not, you shall not be put to shame. You need not blush, for you shall not be disgraced. The shame of your youth you shall forget, the reproach of your widowhood no longer remember. For he who has become your husband is your maker. His name is the Lord of hosts. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel, called God of all the earth. The Lord calls you back, like a wife forsaken and grieved in spirit, a wife married in youth and then cast off, says your God. For a brief moment I abandon you, but with great tenderness I will take you back. In an outburst of wrath, for a moment I hid my face from you, but with enduring love I take pity on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This is for me like the days of Noah, when I swore that the waters of Noah should never again deluge the earth. So I have sworn not to be angry with you or to rebuke you. Though the mountains leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you, nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. I will extol you, O Lord, for you drew me clear and did not let my enemies rejoice over me. O Lord, you brought me up from the netherworld. You preserved me from among those going down into the pit. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Sing praise to the Lord, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For his anger lasts but a moment, a lifetime is goodwill. At nightfall, weeping enters in, but with the dawn, rejoicing. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. Hear, O Lord, and have pity on me. O Lord, be my helper. You changed my mourning into dancing. O Lord, my God, forever will I give you thanks. I will praise you, Lord, for you have rescued me. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? Those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously are found in royal palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John, yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law, who were not baptized by him, rejected the plan of God for themselves. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A friend of mine recently died. He was a flawed person, a phrase that describes every one of us, actually. I love the guy, but I knew his flaws, or at least some of them. But my sincere appreciation of my friend was nothing 
compared to the love his wife has for him. She had been to hell and back with him, and I'm pretty sure the hell was as close to hell as you can get on this side of the grave. But I guess even through the hell, she saw the good. She saw the man she married and why she married him. Her ability to see the good was no doubt obscured at times, but she could still see it. And if she couldn't see it, she at least remembered it was there. I think she gave him the conviction and the confidence to become more the man God created him to be. Today's first reading uses spousal imagery to describe our relationship with God. Isaiah's poetic words speak of the affection of the bridegroom for his spouse, the church, in both a corporate sense, the body of Christ in total, and the individual sense, each one of us. We are barren and unfruitful, burdened with original sin and its consequences. We are damaged goods, and we live down to our poor self-image. But the perfect lover, lover is never deterred. As Isaiah says, or the Lord says through Isaiah, Though the mountains leave their place and the hills be shaken, my love shall never leave you nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. I understand God's love for me better because of the way my friend's wife loved him in spite of it all. And I know that's only a small fraction of God's love for me. If I can remember that, well, there's nothing I can't handle. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day.